Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Fed Up Podcast. This is your host, Teresa M., coming from the shy on the south side. So no matter if you're poor, rich, black, white, saint, or sinner, it's time to tell it like it is with no filter. So get comfortable. It's time to talk life, bringing you the number one station to get you in the mood to make yourself right. I have a poem written for you all, and the poem is called An Enslaved Mind. Slavery isn't the blame. Hmm. Enough of this pick a nigga game. I still have to remember that my last name is not even my last name. Enough of the relax. It's just history. Slavery isn't the blame. Blame yourself for being labeled the same way your ancestors were locked in chains. Of course you don't understand my rage. I'm labeled a threat to society. My mind is in a cage. Is this reality? Trying to give my all with only three-fifths of a mentality. Why do I have to fight for a place in society? Just a representation of segregation? Using the tool of illiteracy to widen the divide? School children learning the generational fame passed down by the masters of slaves. An inhumane business plan that caused 400 years of pain. All it took was five presidents and two founding fathers to make a mockery of the soul souls being exchanged for financial gains. But yet, slavery isn't to blame. Oh, really? Let's do the math. The miseducation of the Negro plus European power from slavery's reign, equals a way to erase history, keeping us away from knowing our God-given name. An infatuation of a chosen people, black sheep without the powers to conquer the fight. This is not a silent suffering of a people's pain. We are loudly fighting for our life. But yet slavery isn't the blame. Good evening, everyone. Teresa M. again. Hope your Friday evening is going well. And hope everyone is healthy and safe. Have you all heard the news about the three men who killed Ahmaud Arbery? Well, they were sentenced to life in prison with a possibility of parole. But this brings up a topic that just does not seem to go anywhere. The threat of black people to white America. And that's not to diss any white people, but it's just facts that we as black people have been seen as a threat, yet used for our strengths, but shunned for our skin colors, and talked about for the lack of education due to our enslavement from generations before. It's a lot of going on. It's a lot. A lot with the problems with black people. Can't even jog in a neighborhood that's prim- primarily Caucasian or just with rich folks. And if you dark skin or just don't pass the paper bag test and you just minding your business, you get messed with as a black person. Why is that? What have we done to deserve this? I know, but do you know? Well, we about to figure this out today. 
for everyone who who judges black people and for those black people who are ignorant to the our history as black people and make us look bad. And this is for the black people who want to fight for their rights and just live a regular life if they don't want to fight. They just want to be a regular person and we just can't even be regular. Like, people have problems. A lot of people have problems with the Black Lives Matter movement. And it frustrates me because the the judgment thinking like oh here we go with the we shall overcome again and we're always demanding stuff what first of all my ancestors and i have this is first well i'm not primarily black african-american we are mixed up all us black people are mixed up with everything from native americans to chinese to to european and everything because our our ancestor grand great 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 grandmas were raped by the white the white slave master and then she had those babies yeah it's like a lot that i mixed with i'm just a mutt in america trying to figure out who i am and my skin color is really bothersome to society and i feel like we are, as black people of America, we are stuck in this little circle. Like, it's like a little neighborhood. And they place us in a neighborhood with all us together, same color, whatever. But we, when we go outside or when we try to, try to go outside of this neighborhood, we are being judged. We are being seen as a nigger. Or like we just are seen as being unwanted to the rest of society outside of our neighborhoods that's primarily black. And you see, you see, you see a lot of young black people dealing with like just uh, an enclosed feeling, introverted feeling to socialize with the rest of the world by seeing all these news stories that's picking on us black people. You can't even go jogging in a primarily white neighborhood without getting picked on and seen as suspicious, seen as a robber, seen as just an aggressor, or just a destruction to their community. And therefore, you end up shot and killed and, have, and then your parents, your siblings have to fight for your rights for the killer of you. And so, and, and, and then they have that Generational pain keep getting passed down. And so every time a young woman has a black child, primarily a black son, we live in fear before they even get to speak because we think their their body build, their voice, their skin color will attract death. And it's not even just with white, primarily white people. It's death from their own brothers their own skin color, and the white man that hates us. Not all white men are evil. Not all white people are evil. But it's the tr- truth is in the pudding, okay? The proof is in the pudding on how black people are being treated because we had another justice for today with those three men getting convicted in life in prison because they the, the system knew 
that that was a completely stereotypical murder. I don't know what is all this big, big bad wolf stuff that's going on and has been going on since we touched down in what, 1619? Since we touched down in Jamestown. It's been a real leash hold on the black people to control us since we are so creative and we're strong. We just been slaves and we're continuing to be them slaves from before 1865 when we had our quote unquote freedom. I'll give you an example why I feel that we have still have yet to get justice and it might not even happen in my lifetime. Because I'll give an example. I'm racially profiled at this Walmart. Walmart. Okay. That's even worse, right? I was with my two young ones. They were little. Like, my first was one and a half. No, but she just turned two. And the, he was about four months or something like that. I, I just had to get some stuff from Walmart. So I'm like, let me just go out and go with them. I wasn't looking all up to polish, you know, you know, when you take that quick after, early afternoon run to the market, whatever. Nah, but I looked, I looked decent enough, you know, I ain't look like a criminal that was going to rob the place. Anyway, no, matter of fact, this is Target, not Walmart. It's the bougie Target. So I'm in the checkout line. I have them in my cart, the two babies, and I have like a few items because I was like, I had huge items. I was getting like a plaything. Spending, you know, you know, a target hit. You can't go out in there without spending a hundred plus dollars. I'm mad my business at self checkout, scanning, you know, then, you know, everybody scanning. I, it's a primarily white neighborhood I was in. So, you know, I was just mad at my business still, though, because I'm thinking I'm welcome. You know, I didn't even think like racist, oh, look all these white people. I didn't think that at all. I'm just mad at my business, paying and shopping. This Indian cashier comes, male Indian cashier comes up to me. I was scanning a mirror. Imagine I scared like, I scanned two cases of diapers and it was those big cases. So, you know, those like 60 plus, 50 plus. And I scanned a couple things. The last thing I scanned was a $4 mirror, right? I'm scanning this mirror. The guy pull up to me. <laughs> pull up on me via feet top security of America, even though he was just an employee. He's like, oh, you didn't scan the mirror. And I looked at him like, I wanted, hey, I did the angry black woman move a little bit, just a little bit, because I was ticked off because I was minding my business with my two kids. I don't care who stole out of there. If they they was my color, don't just still come at me like I'm just everybody that's my color, thief. Anywho, I'm like, okay, I'm like, are you, you really doing this today? I, I know I scanned it. It's right there on the, you know, how to, the self-checkout screen. And I know those, the codes and stuff because I was cashier before. I'm like, it's right there. In the same mirror, though. But I'm like, yeah, the, the tag matches the scan item number. And he's like, no, no. He, kept, he, was, he held me up for five minutes saying I didn't scan this mirror. $4 mirror. And I'm just looking like, Wow. So you and I said it. I'm like, wow. So you really wasting my time. Once he figured it out himself, he had to do it himself because he did not believe me. He, he didn't even look at the screen, the receipt. He just knew it. Was, I didn't pay for none of that stuff because I'm just a broke, lazy black person, ready to steal. 
So he finally, like, he laughed it off once he found out I scanned the mirror. And then he ain't apologized or nothing. He just walked walked away. I'm like, you, and I said before, he walked away. I'm like, you really wasted five minutes of my time because you thought I was lying about this. He just laughed and walked off. I didn't I didn't make a, a scene. And I didn't say, black, you, you're judging because I'm black. I didn't do all that. I didn't want to go viral for that because this is regular. It's an everyday thing, right? And then be showing that anger and target to this man wasn't going to solve my problem because I was going to make my blood pressure run up. They didn't see me. He didn't see me as nothing but a black person that potentially was still in his store. So why am I arguing with somebody who don't even look at me as a human? So I'm like, all right. So I grabbed my items, took my kids into the car, and then I drove off. You know, I was shocked what happened next. I end up crying. I end up tearing up. I called my guy, like, I really just got racial profile and target for minding my business at 11 p.m. I got targeted. And I never got targeted like that. Maybe I got targeted before, but they didn't come up to me, you know. They probably was just watching from another aisle, make sure I didn't steal none. I felt tensions every, like, a few times I went to nice stores. And I like to shop, so I'll be there for, like, 30 minutes in there, observing stuff, looking, touching stuff, seeing what, you know, I want before I buy I feel all tension every time I do that. I didn't pay attention. This time, I got approached personally. I never had that happen. I would in all my years of life. And then just to feel that feel that judgment, it brought me to tears, angry tears. And I like, I fake yelled in the like just to let it out while I was in the car. Cause I didn't I didn't get a chance to let it out on him. I punched him, I was gonna be wrong in the news. Then angry black woman attacks Indian guy, Indian cashier. But anyway, you know, I felt some type of way about that. Threw me the hell off. Hurt my feelings because I don't, I, we just, as black people, we mind our business. I work, the working class black people mind our business. We don't do nothing to nobody. And we live in neighborhoods, primarily, most of us live in neighborhoods that's primarily black. But once we get outside of the black neighborhood, which was was well planned from the get-go to have all us black people in one neighborhood. Once we start venturing off and having cars and getting money, then uh, these the, the majority who's against us looking like, oh snap, look at the black people coming. Make sure they don't steal and all that because they're in low poverty ever areas and don't know nothing else. Hey, don't get me wrong. There are people who do steal, who rob, whatever, and just live for that. But we, everybody is not black. Don't let the media fool you all who, who don't live in the, neighbor, the neighborhoods that's impoverished, that's crime-ridden. It's not just us, but we are headlined as only the criminals, you know? And this is not just black people. It's, it's of brown people, too. Well, the, you know, Mexican, Hispanics. Even Chinese from the corona. So it's like now a lot, well, they've been, been like the Chinese been betrayed, like being slaves for the gold rush and all that stuff for, before too. So it's like all, all the minorities have dealt with something. Like with the Hispanics and the borders and all that stuff. And Afri- Haitians and the Everybody has, like, all the minorities are feeling the pressure, feeling that bullshit 
the, the majority that hates us is throwing. Okay? And it's, it's ridiculous. It's in the fact that to still till this day, from 1619 to, two, well, before that too, because it was around the world, slavery, and, and the, the hate of dark skin was just been here for, I don't even know how long. I got to do more research to figure out why the heck we've been enslaved. But you can go back to, if you want to get deep and want to know why we're, we've been punished as black people, this, this, I changed the subject real quick because it's just so much against, like, about this problem that I need to discuss. But if you go back and you hit the Bible up, <laughs> say it like that, you hit the Bible up and you talk up and you see who the real, the description of the real Hebrew Israelites was who forsaken, you know, God and we got punished. That is black people. Those are black people. Okay. I'm not trying to take credit, but it's due. Jesus was described in the Bible as, you know, hey, this is, you know, my this statement about this Jesus, the Bible, I'm just faced, I'm talking directly to those who are God-based, okay, with that part. I'm talking to everybody. It don't matter if you're saying the sinner, but that part is for those people. Don't come thinking, oh, God's not real. Don't come with that BS right now. Because history is history. Evil and good is here. So you have a higher power for those who don't believe. But anyway. The Hebrew Israelites forsaken God and was, you know, doomed for 400 years, right? And that's what happened. I'm just going to leave it at that. Do your research. And it's like... The punishment we're getting as black people has seeping. Because you know why? Because we haven't proved ourselves to the higher powers. We are still getting punished. But we have to end this now. We have to stop being punished for our trespasses we did in our history. We have to stop filling in the stereotypes we are portraying that we've been portrayed as we like uh, if I know okay I wasn't always a saint I did some things in my young past too and I, I categorized myself in my stereotype as being a just a wild black person who don't have no home training I, I tried it out I did it and then I noticed how stupid I look because I'm like, hold on, I'm smarter than this. Long story short, I got myself together. But what about those people, those black people who are just keep filling this stereotype that the majority see us as? See, you already see us as robbers, killers, lazy, illiterate, with, with multiple baby mamas and no marriages and all that, whatever. Why we keep doing it? Why we keep repeating the cycle? Come on now. But besides that, repeating the cycle of being like just savages, some of us, and we need to stop that. But when we stop it though, this is the tricky part. When we stop those people in those crime-ridden areas that was planned, keyword planned, those areas, 
that these crimes going on was planned. It was all set up. Conspiracy me. But once we get out of that trap, right, and we get into a nice neighborhood like Ahmad did, we just walking and chalking, enjoying life, enjoying our successes. But then, boom, we have the another enemy. These, these rednecks, excuse my French, but these rednecks, that's what those men look like. Thinking that, you know, pride, I don't know what type of evil, but just to pick on this man because of his skin color. Why do you see us as a threat? I know black people, we are powerful. We, we create all this rock and roll music, jazz, all that. We created a lot of stuff. We're very creative people without even trying. I know we all that, but if it, it's sending you to kill, to murder, because we're in a neighborhood that you're just familiar with the fairer skin, it's sickening. It's sickening. We got to do better, people. And I get along with every race. I don't, well, I don't like when some, I see a group of white white people or whoever that's not black. I'm not clamming up thinking, oh, look at these. Look at these hicks and look at these. I don't even know what they call them, white people. Just look at these white people. Like, I cannot stand them. I'm ready to kill them because they killed my ancestors. So I'm ready to shut them down, get them out of my neighborhoods. I don't think that. When I see a white white person walk in my neighborhood, all I think is like, dang, I never seen white people in my neighborhood before. I'm like, what's going on? I just automatically think like something's going on in a bad way. Like they just getting rid of the like if I see white people in my neighborhood, I'm like, dang, gentrification happening. They about to spike prices for rent. They about to move us black people out. They they letting the, the hood rot and, get, and keep getting killings and stuff and all that. Not not caring for those who did those offenses in order to take the take the land and move us out. Because, you know, once you crime ridden all that, over, the land, the price of land drop over there. The price of property, property, bam. You could come up if you a business person, if you're an architect and whatever. You could come up on them crime ridden areas. Just move all people out after, the, after all the crime, making it to a nice area. Gentrification. There you go. But, yeah. Besides that, I know that I'm a de- decent human being, but I always wondered, like watching us, that movie, and all that, like when I do get out and expand and be more, you know, sociable with other races, when I get an opportunity to be around different things I wasn't around when I was younger, and success, and then get it. the only time you see nice houses is in neighborhoods that's primarily white. So, you know, we want to have those houses, too. We're not saying we want to be like the white people. We just want to be people. But it's just just coincidental that most stuff, nice things are in white neighborhoods. But, you know, move my family into a nice neighborhood, and it's primarily white, not trying to be intentional. And, you know, we're just thinking it's regular, thinking it's normal. But then I get a call from my daughter one day from school, or she come home crying to my I've been bullied, you try to pull my hair, cut my hair, whatever. So I tell me I couldn't wear braids, anything. That's against my color and just my natural character, our natural character. I got to hear that. 
what what is life? Like what I do to deserve what what do I do for my kids and myself, and my people to deserve this hostility that's been seeping so long and so hard that it's just getting worse and worse. Can we not just can we just all get along from a distance? I don't gotta be in y'all face. Y'all don't want to see us black people. We don't have to be in y'all face. We don't even try. We not even in y'all face. Ahmad was mad at his business. Just because he went into a construction site, like they was building a house or something. He just wanted, he just wanted to look. Just want to see what was going on. So they, they span on this man running. Like, oh, he's, he probably robbed that place, which was not even a house or whatever. But they just acting like policemen. Stalking that man, following him. It's just ridiculous. And we need to change that up. But it's cool, though. Say less. Everything's getting handled the right way. We stay patient and we stay strong. And I appreciate... And I'm going to tell another story. I was doing a protest about more community policing downtown by the Daily Plaza in Chicago. That was some years ago, like four, five, yeah, four, five, six years ago, and I noticed something. It was a lot of a lot of Caucasian people fighting. That was the first time I saw it because usually you see protests in the uh, news stories. This time I'm like, let me join in person. And I did that. I'm a shocked. I'm like, wow, it's more Caucasians supporting this BS. They th- like means uh, going against the BS. Society's doing with this inequality thing. They fighting for it. And I, I see a lot of I see more of them than the, the brown, black and brown. People like, yeah. I, that day, I was like, yeah. Everyone cares about this mistreatment that that black people are going through, minorities are going through. It's just not in the media. So I'm not bashing primarily white people. or any. I'm not bashing nobody who's just minding their business and living life and making money. I'm bashing those who's making money, who live in life and still found the need to just demean, dehumanize brown and black people. It's sickening. Stop it. Check yourself into a mental institution, sweetheart. We don't need you. We still growing. It ain't even about, oh, like, I don't know what it is. It's something else. But I just wanted to talk about that. Get that off my chest. I'm glad we got some justice today. And let's just mind our business that pays us. And realize that everyone is a human. A human race. There's no other race but human. And we just come in different colors. So like it. Not leave it. And don't try to change it. Because we are all the same. Okay? Okay. So have a great night, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Get some rest. Don't be stressed or depressed. If you are not satisfied with your life, then look up stuff on how you can better yourself and better your family. I will be publishing some a few books soon. I first will my first one will be a poetry book and start that off and then I have some more stuff to come all a surprise though catch y'all check out my website again thefedupblogger.com 
has a few articles that you may be interested in, whether it's relationships, mental health, society, and race, at-risk youth. It's all there, and I'm still writing at least two times a week, writing a blog, okay? So check that out. I'll see y'all later. Love y'all. Peace.